because we are in the last week of our series on uh, choice making, um, making good choices, and, and we talked about flowcharts. There's a new flowchart on the back for you guys to, to play with, and we'll look at that in a minute when everybody's got them. But can anybody remember what was question one from week one? Anybody remember all the way back there? Wait, I'm, I'm going to toss there. Is it good for you? Oh, no. That's, that's week two. That's week two. What was week one? Whoa, whoa. Catch. Is it right or wrong? Is it right or wrong? And then week two was, is it good for you? And week three was? Is it good for others? Yeah, is it good for others? And so now we're in week four, and we're going to talk about the probably, and, and I don't want to say all of these are important questions to ask, right? But what we're talking about today is probably the hardest question to answer, and that's why it's so far down the list, because once you get to this question, you, you, you got to think a lot, right? The other three questions, you can probably answer like that, right? But this one takes some thought. So uh, if you haven't already looked at the, the flow chart, it's should I have a cookie, and and they all end up with yes, which is kind of funny. Like, even if you, I like the first one where it says, uh, wait, am, uh, am I looking chunky? Uh, and and I, when I saw that, I thought, oh, I, I, I did not immediately go to, am I fat? I, 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 I went to, are the cookies like chunky chip or are they, like, I immediately went to the consistency of the cookies, not not the consistency of me. And then I realized it was about me, and then I felt guilty about the whole cookie thing. Um, but they, I love that they all end with, uh, with cookie, and then, and then the little extra box second cookie. Uh, yeah, so, so cookies are going to happen. Um, so this week we are looking at the, this final question, the final question that we want to answer. And uh, the final question is going to be, is it wise? And um, is it a wise thing to do? Because look, your first blank there, wisdom is the key to making right choices every time. Wisdom is the key to making right choices every time. But wisdom is hard, right? Wisdom is hard. And we're talking about wisdom, not intelligence. You can be wise and not smart. You know that? You can be wise and not smart. Um, intelligence and wisdom are two things. Intelligence is like what you know, and wisdom is how you use it. I love this, this illustration. Use it all the time. Intelligence is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. And wisdom is knowing that you don't put tomatoes in fruit salad. Yeah. Right? True. So, so... In, intelligence is, is knowing facts and knowing things. Wisdom is putting them to use and understanding how they fit together. I feel like as middle schoolers, you are developing, you've, when you were in elementary school, you were developing facts. You were building a fact base. But now in middle school, really a lot of what you do and a lot of the choices you make are on how you apply those facts to situations, which is wisdom, right? So 
Look at this. Wisdom is the key to making right choices every time. Uh, who wants to read for me? All right, coming back there. Proverbs, that Proverbs 4, 7. Oh, man, it went all the way back up. There. All right. Proverbs 4, 7. We read that for us. And the beginning of wisdom is this. Get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. Proverbs 4, 7. Okay, very good. And, and so this is probably the wisest man who wrote anything in the Bible, Solomon, and he's saying that this is the most important thing to get. And, um, but the problem is getting wisdom, we all know we need to get wisdom, but the problem sometimes is where do we get wisdom, right? And it, that's the, the question. Where do we get wisdom? Because, because there's not a wisdom Walmart, right? You can't go to Walmart and go, hey... I'd like some wisdom, and, and the, the, the thing is, if there was a wisdom Walmart, it would be terrible because, like Solomon said, the wisdom would cost everything you have, so you'd go in and you'd say, can I have wisdom, please, and they'd say how much money you got, and you'd tell them, and they'd go, that's how much it costs, and uh, by the way, liquidate your house, and like, it would be terrible, so, um, do it. I, 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 well, maybe, I, but we're talking about there, there are places that we get wisdom that aren't wisdom Walmart is what I'm trying to get at, all right? So, uh, so look at this. I'm gonna, we're going to go through some of the ways that we get wisdom here. So look at the first one there. We get wisdom, and this is a hard one, we get wisdom from mistakes. We get wisdom from mistakes, right? You... You may know that something is bad and you know something, it's something that you shouldn't participate in or you shouldn't have a part in, and, but that's intelligence, right? But then sometimes you do it, or maybe you don't know it's bad, and you try it and you say, oh, I don't want to do that anymore, right? Uh, so who, who wants ready to read the next one here? I'm afraid I'm going to get your coffee. Okay. And, the, and you can mark out the 21. It's really just Proverbs 19.20 here. But. Okay. Listen to advice and accept discipline. And at the end, you will be counted among the wise. Right. So when you do something wrong, when you, when you get in trouble, you often get disciplined, right? Yeah. Or you get corrected. And, and here's what most of us do. I do it all the time. I'm, I'm really bad about this. And I know I am. And I know it's all about being like, like self-esteem issues, whatever. But when we get corrected, a lot of times we make excuses, right? We start saying, well, I, wouldn't have, I would have done this, but I did this. And, you know, and so instead of saying, oh, I want to learn from that and do something new, we, we say, oh, well, I really wasn't wrong there. You know? And, and, and so wisdom says, I, I did it wrong. I'm going to accept that correction, and I'm going to change myself. I'm going to be different in the future. And um, so we get wisdom from mistakes. And look at this next one. We get wisdom from older people. We get wisdom from older people. You want to read? Is that what you're raising? We get wisdom from older people. So older people that are in your life, 
can give you wisdom. Now, I know some of you say, well, I get wisdom from my friends, and my friend is three days older than me, so that's good. Um, but here's the thing. Sometimes, like I said, we get wisdom from mistakes, but sometimes older people in your life have made mistakes that they have wisdom from that they can give you, and then you don't have to make the mistake to get the wisdom, right? It's a shortcut. So, so the wisdom from mistakes, we want that to be the smallest part of our wisdom, right? We don't want to learn everything by messing up all the time, right? Instead, we want to get some from older people. Read the, read the next verse there for me. It is, wait. Job, Job 12, 12. It's up on the screen. You can read it up here if you want. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. It is not wisdom found among the agreed. Yeah. Agreed? Aged. Aged, wow. Yeah, the old, old people. That means old people. Does not long life bring understanding? Yeah, Job 12, 12. So, uh... It, and, and that's true, right? Some of, you, uh, some of you have grandparents nearby. How many of you have grandparents that you see on a regular basis? Yeah. I, I think that's great. I see a lot of hands going up. And the, that's one of the things they talk about in our culture today, that, that a lot of kids don't get to spend much time with their grandparents because people are moved around and they're spread out. I grew up spending a lot of time with my grandmother and my grandfather uh, and my other grandmother. I, I spent a lot of time with them, and I learned a lot. Even though my one grandfather died when I was eight years old, but I, I still, there are things that I know because of stuff that he shared with me before he died, and, and, it, and it influences me, and it affects me. Um, you know, he, things, ideas that he had and the way he looked at things and the way he accepted challenges, I, I learned from that. And so you can learn a lot from older people. Now, that might not be grandparents. That might be your parents. And I know you're at the stage in middle school. There's a part of you that starts to, because it happened to me too. It's weird how this works. Parents have, when you're a little kid, their IQs are high. They are smart. They know all this stuff. And then you get in middle school, and they start to get dumb. They really do. I don't know what happens. My parents got so stupid. And, and in high school, in high school, I felt like I felt like I kept, I would look at them sometimes, and I would go, how does this human function with such a low IQ, right? And then I got to college, and they started to get smart again. And then by the time I graduated from college, they were smarter than they were when I was in elementary school. And I don't know how that happened, but it happens to all parents. It's not, it's not really their fault. It's just the way it works. They, there's just this sag in intelligence that happens when you, and it's when their kids hit middle school and high school. When they're from about, you know, 11 or 12 to about 18, they just, it's seven years of dumb. And I don't, I don't know why that happens. Um, did, did that happen to you, Daryl? Did you get dumb? Yeah, yeah, I, I got super dumb for a little while, and, uh, and, and it, it was weird. But now I'm over it, because Elliot's in college now, so I'm smart again. I don't know how that happened. Two plus two is four. I can do that with no problem. You'd asked me that two years ago, I'd have been, what? What is plus? Right? I wouldn't have known. Um, 
So, so we can get wisdom from older people because as, as we get older, we learn things. I know a lot more now. I understand the world a lot better now than I did when I was 12. There were things that I was sure of when I was 12 that I now know are not true, you know? There are things that I, I was positive were, were absolute when I, was, when I was 13 years old, and now I know those, those things have nothing to do with the world as it is. Yes? Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, so, so we get wisdom from mistakes. We get wisdom from older people. And then here's our ultimate source for wisdom. Our ultimate source for wisdom is we get wisdom from God. All right? We get wisdom from God. We understand that God has wisdom to offer us. And uh, so look at, uh, you can read 1 Corinthians for me. There you go. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus who has become for us wisdom from God. That is our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Good, good. And then pass it down and let, let him read James. There, James 3.17. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure, then peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Very good. So, so it says there, whoa, that we can get, we can get, uh, we can get wisdom from God. And, and I want you guys to understand, here's the thing about wisdom that, that I think is the most important. Wisdom can come into play in the moment right? There are times where you're going to be faced with a situation and you're going to go, oh, I've got to make a decision. And you're going to have to put your wisdom into play in that moment. But wisdom is best if you think about it beforehand, right? So here's the deal. For example, most of the time when we're faced with a situation and you look at that flow chart, that first question for a lot of people, is the only question they ask. Is it right or is it wrong? Right? They just say, is it right or wrong? Should I do it or not? Because is it right or wrong? But the problem is their flowchart, most people's flowchart, then goes to a second question that is, where's the line of right and wrong? Right? So let's say, for example, let's say like, I know that if I step past right here, that's wrong. So I, I say, okay, I'm right when I'm over here. If I step over there, I'm wrong, right? And so now I know where the line is, so I get right up to the line, and I go, as long as I'm not over the line, I'm right. And I know I've used this illustration before, but I want to kind of for you guys to think about it. When I was a kid... We had a rule in our house and a rule in the car that there were certain lines that on one side of the line was my space, on the other line, side of the line was my sister's space. Some of you are nodding. You have similar rules, right? And so, but the line, the line, the line was, was on something, so I was always trying to, like, defy the line by leaning over the line and violating the airspace not the land space, right? And so I would lean in to my sister's door 
And I would be like, uh, I'm not over the line. My feet, my toes are over behind the line, right? And we do that sometimes with right and wrong, right? You know what's right, you know what's wrong, but you think, how far over the line can I lean before I fall into wrong, right? I'm going to just lean into this. I'm just going to lean. I'm, I, I know I shouldn't use those words, that language, but I'm going to use it maybe when under my breath when nobody's around. I'm just going to use it with, with this certain friend that I know won't, won't say anything about it. And I'm just going to lean, 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 lean. But then what happens is that you lean to a certain point and you have to catch yourself, right? And then you step. So it's that, it's that when you, you use that certain language around that certain friend and then your mom says something to you and you respond with that word that you knew you shouldn't have said. You know, the Christmas story. Fudge, right? Um, and, and you say it, and as soon as you say it, you're like, I never say that, I never say that, mom. But your mom knows that, you know, you do say it or you wouldn't have said it then, right? And so, so what happens is we go, where's the line? How close can I get to the line? This is the flow chart that we use a lot of times. And this is why making decisions, it's important to, to have a better flow chart. We say, is it right or wrong? How close can I get to the line? How far can I lean over the line before I get caught? And the only way you get the answer to that, to that, that question is to get caught, yeah. right? And so then you have to learn, oh, I shouldn't do that. But by that point, you've already made the mistake. And now you have to pay the consequences for that mistake. And the consequences might be small, they might be big, right? You do that, your mom might, you, you know, you use that language, you say that word, your mom might say, wow, you're grounded, you can't, you know, you no know video games, whatever. And, and you might have this, and now you have to pay a penalty for that. And you're always going to have that. There's, there's a, a loss of trust that comes with that, right? Because now your mom's like, when your friends are over, you got to leave your bedroom door open because I want to hear your conversations, right? Um, I, wa I want to check your phone to make sure you're not using stuff, language like that on your phone, right? And so then you lose all kinds of things. So here's what I'm going to say. Wisdom, instead of saying, where's the line and how close can I get to it? Wisdom says... Where's the line of right and wrong? And where should I draw my line so that I'll never cross that line? Right? So for some of you, like, if the line's here, you're going to draw your line way back here. And your line is maybe that I'm not even going to use any word, and since I use the foul language kind of thing, I, I'm not even going to use, like, fudge or darn, or dang, or crap. I'm not even going to use those, right? Because I don't want to ever go across that line, so I'm going to make my line way back here. Now, here's the thing. What's really cool about that is maybe you do say one of those smaller words in a moment of frustration. You bang your thumb with the hammer, and you go, oh, crap, right? And you stepped across that wisdom line, but you're still in the, not in the wrong. You haven't, you, you don't have to pay the penalty. 
I, I think about when uh, we, we play a game and there's one of the kids who plays and the, uh, a few times ago we were playing and, and she goes, oh crap. And then she goes, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to use that language. And we're all like, what did you say? What did you say? I didn't notice. And she's like, I don't want to say it again. Because she's drawn her line way back here. She, she felt the guilt, the, 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 that moment of that pang of I did something wrong, but she hadn't crossed into the wrong line. So she got all the stuff that you get when you fall and you mess up, but without any of the penalties. And she got to learn the lesson that you learn when you make a mistake without actually crossing into a dangerous place. So that's what wisdom is about. Wisdom is about figuring out who you are and where you're going to draw your lines and then saying, I'm not going to go past that ever under any circumstances. And then if you happen to go past it a little bit at some point, you go, oh, I, sh I really, I didn't mean to do that. I'm not redrawing the line out there now. Now that's a different thing. If you say, I'm going to put my line back here and then you go past it and you go, oh yeah, well, now that I'm past it, now here's my line. And then you go a little further past it and you're like, yeah, now here's my line. And you go all the way up to the line again. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you say, I'm going to stay back here. I'm going to make this my line and then I'm not going to step over it, right? And so you need to think about, there's areas in your life. Think about with relationships, right? When you start dating, what's your line going to be? Because the world's line is like way over past that wall. Like it's okay. Whatever, whatever you feel like is all right, right? But, but your line might not be the same, and it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be the same. Don't, don't believe what you see on TV, what you see in movies. That, that, that line doesn't, doesn't have to be over there. Your line can be wherever you want to draw it. And so, so draw your line back here, and then when somebody says, hey, I want you to come over this line, I want you to come over here, you go, yeah, I'm not really interested in that. Thanks, I've, I've got my place, right? So think about that with, with that. Think about with other things that are going to come up. You know, people are going to say, hey, hey, I, I've got the answers to the test. You want, you want them? You could ace it. And you go, you know what, I'm... No, I'm never going to, that's right and wrong, like the teach. yeah, and you might even see the thing too with right and wrong, sometimes you justify it, like I've got the answers to the test, well the teacher should have guarded those better, so thank you very much, I'm going to step across that line, it's the teacher's fault, not mine, you know, but instead if you go, no, I'm, I'm just not that person, right, your friend says, hey, there's this party at, at somebody's house, and there's, you know, parents are out of town. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. And you go, no, you know, I don't want to put myself in a position like that. I'm going to put my line back here. And you might go to that party and not do anything wrong, right? Not, not drink, not do anything. But, but you're putting yourself right up at the line, right? And you're leaning over. And, and so, so wisdom is... Where do I put my line? What, how do I decide what I'm going to be and what I'm not going to be? And, and then how do I keep that in a place that's not going to cross over into wrong, you know, between right and wrong? So um, I just thought as we're finishing this up, I'm going to draw, and there's space on your paper if you want to draw it with me, we can do this. Oh, 
So our first question is right or wrong, right? That's the noise you make when you draw a square. Um, and if it's wrong, then you go, nope, not gonna do it. And you make that your rule. You make that your, your wise line, right? That's your first line. If it's wrong, I'm definitely not going past there. But if it's right, then you ask, is it good for me? And, and again, remember we said, not good for me in this moment. Like, hey, I want a candy bar. That tastes good. I want it. I'm going to have it. But think, is it good for me? Is it going to get me where I want to be in life? Long term, right? And if a candy bar is going to do that, you're like, you know what I want to be? I want to be the fat person at the sideshow. I want to be 700 pounds. Well, then you better get to work, right? Um, but if that's not who you want to be, then you got to make those choices. So um, if it's no, if the answer is no, then, and I'm just going to abbreviate this, N-G-D-I. Not going to do it, right? See, not going to do it. It's, it's the N-G-D-I. You get it now? I'm sorry. I'm, yeah, I could have said no, but I'm just saying. And if the answer is yes, it is good for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm, I'll do it. Forgive me. All right? So not going to do it. So is it good for me? And then is it good for others? And then no is NGDI. And yes goes to the next question, which is is it wise? And if it's not, then, and if it's yes, do it, right? Because if it's right, and it's good for me, and it's good for other people, and it's wise, then do it, right? But think about this, it might be right. It might be good for you long term, and it might be good for other people. Like, for example, maybe, maybe uh, in your busy schedule, you get the opportunity to, and this is where I go, I go bad with the wise thing, right? 
maybe I get, let's say I got an opportunity to teach uh, every week at a school and teach a topic that I wanted to teach, like medieval history, right? And I, I got a chance to do that. And I love that stuff. And, it'd be, and I, it would I, I'd, it'd be great. And I say, well, that's right. Getting a chance to, to educate people, it's, it's good for me because it's giving me this opportunity to do something bigger. It's good. It would be good for the people around me. It would be good for the kids. But then I go, you know, my schedule is super full. Like, I got a lot of things going on. That's going to stretch me and maybe in a way that's not healthy. It's not wise. So it, if I do that, if I go through all these things, and then I get to there, and I go, oh, you know, it's not wise, then I should say no. I'm bad at saying no, so I need this flow chart. But, but do you see that? So if you use this, and you make your choices based on things that go through this whole filter, then your life is going to be better than you ever imagined. Because you, every choice you make, you're going to be confident of. You're going to get to move forward with it and know you did the right thing. Even if it doesn't turn out right, even if it messes up, even if it fails, you still know I, I did what I, I needed to do. Right? So let's pray and uh, you'll be dismissed. Lord, thank you for each one that's here. Thank you for what you're teaching them and what you're teaching all of us just as we make these choices. Lord, I pray that, that I will remember this flowchart that I will run things through this filter, that when something comes up, I won't just go, yes, because it's right or because it's wrong, not wrong. But Lord, I will say, is it good for me? Is it good for other people? Is it wise? Lord, thank you for all you're doing in and through us and all you're going to do in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great week.